nestled in the wood. Eventually, for there was no other choice, her own body moved without any instruction. She began to walk back down towards the longhouse, never turning her face away from the stranger. As she strode forwards, her hands plucked the skirt hems from her waist and let them fall to cover her legs, but it was too late for that. As soon as she started to walk, without any discernible instruction from the rider, the grey horse eased into motion too and paced alongside her down the rows. He made no attempt to overtake her, and, as she was closer to the house, she reached the corner of the building first. She had to drag her gaze from the rider and turn one corner, then another, not able to run, knowing it was all but useless to retreat. She reached the front of the house. Old Meta was sitting alone by the front door, her hands busy crumbling herbs in her lap, her face turned up towards the sun. Severin's heart sank. She had hoped that there would be people up from the village, a peddler, the trader from the city, anyone to make up a crowd, to bear witness, to show defiance. There had been peace between the nations for a year now, but Severin had never expected to test it herself, and she had no trust in any warrior. She stumbled towards the old woman, but stopped part way. There was no safety in numbers here, and Meta could not run. Severin, said Meta, turning milky eyes towards her. Her hands kept busy at their work, independent creatures that did not need the herbalist's last vestiges of sight to do their tasks. Severin opened her mouth to speak, but found no words. She felt so heavy in every limb that she might have sunk into the hard-packed earth. Hoofbeats sounded, and the horsemen rounded the corner behind her, unhurried, and drew to a halt. Severin turned to face him. Are you a man on horse? called Meta. Have you come for herbs? The man lifted one leg over the neck of the horse and slid from the saddle. By your good will and my faith, he said, I beg your hospitality this night. He shaped the words awkwardly, but they were clear enough. Meta raised her eyebrows at the old-fashioned formality of the greeting. "'You have my good will. Be welcome at my hearth,' she replied with a wry shrug. Severin bit her lip. "'I don't recognise that accent,' Meta continued. "'Where are you from, Ryder?' The man said nothing. His gaze shifted to Severin, and she looked hurriedly away. He might have blue eyes, and to meet those was said to be deadly misfortune, though she did not doubt that her luck was to be very bad tonight. Meta. He's a northerner, said Severin hoarsely. She had picked the only word she knew which was not pejorative. Meta's hand stopped moving, and she grew very still. The man leaned against the shoulder of his horse. How many of them? said the old woman. Her face had gone grey. He's alone, said Severin. At the moment. Then fetch him a drink, child, she replied tight-lipped. Be hospitable. Severin walked into the house, almost blind, and scooped a cup of goat's milk from the crock in the corner. She was halfway back before it occurred to her that she should have slipped aconite into it. Outside, no one seemed to have moved. She passed him the wooden cup. Her hands were shaking a little, but he moved awkwardly too. Severin looked down as the milk slopped onto the earth and waited until he had finished the dregs. He handed the cup back to her. Thank you he said, in barbarous syllables but politely enough. Then he turned back to his mount and began to untie the girth. Severin walked over to Meta 
and put her hands on the other woman's shoulders. The older woman gripped her wrist fiercely and hissed, Run to the village, Severin. I'll not leave you alone, said her apprentice. I am an old woman, Meta insisted. He won't touch me. Then more honestly she added, If God is kind. Come into the house, said Severin. There is nothing to be done. She felt nauseous. She did not think she could run even if she had to. I will pray for us, Meta said, allowing herself to be steered towards the door. Pray he doesn't use a knife, said Severin flatly. She stopped on the threshold and watched the man finish unsaddling the horse, which he did not bother to hobble or tether. She had only seen a Losvan close up once, and that was a corpse left behind when a band had swept through the village three years before. She had been fourteen.